All right, what's brunch audience? I have a special offer for you, and it comes from your friends at the L.A. Grizzlies, the official football team of the L.A. Sheriff's Department. It is an opportunity drawing, a you-pick-it ticket. You pick the game you want to go to, any regular season game anywhere in the continental U.S. for any pro, college, team, or sporting event. You win the prize, you get to pick it. Want to go to Yankees, Red Sox? Want to see the Packers at Lambeau Field? Ever want to go to the Iron Bowl or the world's largest outdoor cocktail party? Heck, the Bruins play LSU in a year or two. Pick that game. You can hang out with what's run. If you win the drawing, you get two tickets for any regular season sporting event in the continental United States, plus airfare for two, plus three nights at a local hotel for you to enjoy your experience of going to that game. And all you got to do is buy your ticket at lagrizzlies.org. There's a link right there on the homepage. So support your Grizzlies this season as we head into the 2023 spring football season for the National Public Safety Football League and get yourself a sweet, awesome sports experience. Tickets are just 20 bucks a piece, and you can buy them at lagrizzlies.org. Thank you very much, and go Bruins and go Grizzlies. This is Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to the What's Bruins Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for West Coast Bias. The show brought to you all the way from the best coast. It's the West Coast Bias, that is. Aw, yeah. Hello, and welcome to West Coast Bias. I'm your host, Jake Merkel. I'm joined by my good friend, Jamal Artis, at Champs Open 1015. And also, in studio, is Mike Regalado. Hello. Mike Regalado. He's eating a uh, Costco Danish. Good job. Hope you're enjoying that. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamal, uh, this is West Coast Bias. Uh, We're talking West Coast sports, pretty much Lakers, Dodgers, and some other stuff. Sure. Why not? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Happy to be back. Happy to be able to do this. Big baller Jamal, I should call him, because he was courtside (laughs) in suites and stuff, watching people getting uh, you know, thrown, out of games. thrown out of games for acting like Sacramento douchebags. Yes. There are a lot of those guys. <laughs> uh, How would you enjoy your experience at the Kings game? It was pretty fun. It was nice. It was uh, fun to see guys like Kyrie Irving. Hey, we were talking about uh, Kyrie Irving with the Lakers, and somehow I ended up watching him play anyway. Thank God you watched him with another team. <laughs> yeah, with the Mavericks, and got to see Luka. That was quite the experience. It was fun. Yeah, what were you, you were telling me something about Luca? Just like he's like uh, he was. Well, it was he's his first out of shape guy that he, will go out and drop forty and yeah. then stand in the quarter and. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, it was his first game back in I think a couple uh, a week or something like that because he uh, he aggravated a foot injury and so he had, uh, I think he had missed his last three games. And you're sitting there and you're watching him because we're super close. And every time he's he's he got a chance, he's like uh, hands on his knees, doubled over, trying to catch his breath. And then the next thing you know, he catches a pass and just drops a three from like 27 feet out, 30 feet out. Or he's driving to the basket, going up against um, uh, Sabonis uh, uh, Jr. there, who's carved out. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about my What's Bruin on the What's Bruin uh, Symposium. But boy, do they love 
I'm going to butcher his first name, DeMontis Sabonis. Oh, Sabonis. They love him. There's a bunch of Sabonis Twitter accounts, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Seems they, like a likable guy. He, yeah, but he's kind of like their Swiss Army knife. Yeah. All, he was named first-time All-Star. When I got there, De'Aaron Fox uh, was had just been named. Somebody dropped out, so he was named his first All-Star. So, you know, it's the first time they had two All-Stars on the team since, like, Brad Miller mm. and I want to say Peja. Yeah. You know, we were talking about back Long in time. the Argo Arena days. Um, so they just love him. I mean, you're talking about a city that embraced him. The that Indiana Pacers trade is looking good for both teams because Tyrese Halliburton is doing great with the Pacers. But yeah, they love. I mean, he he got almost as loud as cheers as um, as De'Aaron Fox uh, in both games. Um, so yeah, it's fun. I mean, it. I was trying to think. I mentioned in the What's Brewing show, it's like uh, I'm, I'm, I would imagine if it would be like going to a. Uh, San Antonio Spurs game, and you know everybody just loves the Spurs. There, it's the one, uh, one uh, team town. But it's just funny to me. It's like I'm trying to think of just how much. I guess if the way they love Sabonis, I guess this is a way for Southern California people, maybe L.A., San Fernando Valley people would think of. Think of like if uh, if Glendale got a pro team and the best Armenian player in whatever that sport is that's funny played on the team that's about how much love sacramento i mean really that's how much love they have for the mantras about us that that's how big that i mean i mean that in the sincerest way that's how big of a of a guy he is for them and is is become a, a much beloved uh player there so it's pretty cool every t- time to you know to, it's different for la there's so many superstars people come in and out um, but for for like a one town team or one team town to see uh, see them appreciate a basketball player like that uh, and elevate them in their eyes to a superstar status is pretty fun. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Obviously, uh, living up in Sacktown. Yeah, uh, who knew? Who knew? But, uh, you made it back and made yes. it back alive. Yes. And uh, yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, we're in the the Lakers. I played three games yes. since they made all their trades. Yes. Two and one. Or two and one. Sixty six percent. The one was a really bad one. Yes. But the two were really good too. Yeah. One of those games featured LeBron James. Yes. In a supporting role. Yes. Right? Uh, heading in the All Star break. That was the last game they just had, uh, with a new starting lineup. Uh the first game was one where it's you know, it was uh, A D and the new parts did yes. their thing. Uh and then But they were on the road. And you know, they yeah. haven't not done well on the road. And I know they were playing a uh uh, uh, Steph Curryless Warriors. But that's one of the teams in front of them. That's the kind of games that they have to win, and so you have to be happy with them to go on the road to win uh, a game like that. That probably the week before, as they were constituted, you, even if you throw in LeBron there, probably not going to win that game. No, very true. But the problem is the very next game, yes. they followed up by losing a game that they had to win. Yes. And that was against the uh, Portland Trailblazers at the Rose Garden. And yes. obviously it's always a hard place to play, yeah. especially when uh, Dame Lillard's going off. Going off. Uh, dropping 40. <laughs> no, the worst was, was it Matthias Theibel, who had yeah. just been traded from Chicago? Yeah. No. Was he Theibel? That was Philly. No, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been traded from, and he hits, what do you, no, sorry, Josh Hart. That was a Josh Hart trade, so it yeah. was probably the Knicks. And he's dropping like threes, like like it's going out of style. They hit, I think they hit ten in the first quarter. I mean, that was really, really, really disheartening. Yeah, it was pretty rough because Lakers were leading early, and then all of a sudden, um, they, you know, by the time you get the second quarter, thirty four by twenty. Yeah, thirty four nineteen, and it never got closer. Really, yes. it just was out of reach. Right, and then the problem with that game is, 
in the next game, Fiebel had like eight points. That was that was like the you got to be kidding me. Is it the team? Is it the scheme? Is it the player personnel? Because here we've switched around all the players for them to have that type of game. It was just like it's pretty disheartening. But I'm glad you know. Go on. Thankfully, they bounce back from that game, and then uh, AD takes on the Pelicans and uh, has a much better game yes. than he had since he's probably the best game since he's been back. Yes. Uh, drops 28, 13 for 17, and um, the Lakers uh, win going away against the Pelicans 120 to 102. Uh, and of course, that was a home game for the Lakers, but uh, that's kind of more like it. And yes. featured a new starting lineup. Yep. The Shroud Dog. One of my favorites, but you know, fine. I'm fine with them going to the bench. That's fine. Uh, they they end up rolling out there with uh, D. Russell, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Malik Beasley, and uh, did I say Russell? Did I say Russell? Yeah, and yeah. Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt and yep. Jared Van- Vanderbilt. Yep. Three of the new pieces that they yes. just acquired. What did you think about that decision to roll out the new starting Good. lineup? And what do you think about overall how they look now that we? This is the first time they played with LeBron. Right. Well, defensively, they looked much better. Remember, this is a New Orleans Pelicans team that they had just lost to, um, where they were leading by twenty at one point, and they got absolute sin. Yeah, they got boat raced. Uh, I think they gave up one hundred forty points, uh, and then a game where Thomas Bryant, a guy we liked, was just cooked by Bi mm. uh, Brandon Ingram, and in this game there wasn't any of that. And my only concern was if you looked at the shooting, like they they had more threes. 10 to 7 over the Pelicans, but it was, I think they only shot 29% from three. They only hit 61% from the free throw line, which is not good because they're, they've been a, a decent free throw shooting team, the Lakers overall. But I mean, you still beat a team by 18 when you're shooting that badly and you get contributions from LeBron. You get contributions from Anthony Davis in a balanced way. Neither guy had to have like 45 or 35. Both of them were in the 20s. I think one was 28, one was 29, something like that. You're you're right. Anthony Davis did not look good in his previous two games, but he looked uh, good in this game on the offensive side. And then you had this one uh, one of those, um, I know it's for social media, but still it was great. You see uh, D'Angelo Russell hitting this three and saying, like, I never left, kind of having that swagger. I think he had 17 points in the game. Um, and But he was doing this thing where he's not much. We, we mentioned 21. 21 points, right? But he, we were saying, well, he's much more of a scoring guard, uh, point guard. He's not a shooting. He had like three or four lobs to Anthony Davis. Seven assists. Yeah, but three or four of them were just these pick-and-roll type lobs to Anthony Davis. Where Only they one looked, turnover, by the way. Yeah, where they already where it seems like he's already got chemistry with those guys. And he mentioned, like, when you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, it's much easier to play your game. And that gives me confidence because this is their last game before the All-Star break and to go in with a win. Um, it gives me confidence. Jared Vanderbilt was good on defense. I, uh, Beasley, he had some shots, but I think he was only two of seven from three. Struggled a little bit, but I think that's going to come. He did better in his game against the the Warriors. Um, and then you mentioned Shrodog. He had a pretty decent game. Wasn't he like 10 and like seven or something like that or 10 and six? Something, something from the bench to that level. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah ten and uh, yeah, ten and ten and six, six what uh, assists? Sorry. No, only two assists. Two but, assists, but still ten points. Yeah, so I three mean, for four. Right, he was like a contributor there. He uh, he had one where like the Lakers were losing a little momentum. I think he had a shot, and then the next one he got an assist. So I mean, there's just it just seems to me with this starting lineup and the second unit. Um, also, they're just a little bit more balanced. A lot of plus si- pluses on the 
plus minus rating for the offense and the defense for sure. Yeah, so that that tells you that through just a little bit more balance against against the Pelicans with that starting lineup the way it was. And you make this trade, and like I said, your shooting gets better, your height gets better, right. you know, your defense gets better, yes. you know, pretty much uh, all aspects. Your ability to blend all these players together gets right. better. You know, like Russell Westbrook was, you know, he is what he is, but he is, you know, it's, he is somebody who. Like uh, when he's out there, he kind of take can take over a game in good ways and in bad ways. Right, hard to blend with other players. I think that's something that is really uh, apparent right. at this point. Um, what do you think of the the just individually the the new Lakers now that you've got a three game sample size? Let's start with uh, the the probably the best of the bunch at least. Well, uh, Russell, right. Angela Russell. Yes, uh, a lot. What about people- having him back? Um, I think I like the fact that he gives him a little swagger. Feels like that way. I mean, in the in their two wins, if if really did feel like he was the one kind of pushing the the swagger meter, kind of um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, with the lobs to AD, hitting the big shots, kind of like pointing towards the jersey, um, saying you know it's like I never left. I like that. I feel like they didn't have that. It's a different. It's a different air to them it's a different kind of swagger from westbrook yes, yes westbrook say f you all yes. i hate you all yes. i'll never like any of you all i don't yes. want to talk to any of you all go bruins but fuck you yes. uh and that that that's his swagger right russell's a little bit different yeah although it, he had a little bit of he was a little bit of you know star-crossed in his first stint with the lakers but it was more like it's about me this time he was yeah. about the team so that's yeah. i i liked it and you know i really like jared vanderbilt i really do they're all this stuff that they were talking about like where he's gonna put in the dirty work um, um, you know, go in there, get dirty, rebound, guard the toughest wing. He's been doing that in these last two games. He gave Clay Thompson fits against the Warrior in the in the Warriors game, and um, he did these little things like getting a rebound here, making a pass there, hitting a big shot there um, against them in that win. Um, and he did a little bit of that in the in uh, uh, hurting Bi uh, Branding Ingram. Certainly did a better job than Thomas Bryant did in their last matchup. And I think, you know, speaking Vanderbilt's favor, to be a guy like that who is the heir to the Vanderbilt empire, you know, uh, you know, uh, a yeah. product of the Gilded Age, sure. uh, you know, this this lineage goes back years and years and years, uh, Americana, you know, uh, to a T. Don't check the facts. still the will come out and just be the guy that every man's got game, you yes. know, come out there, do the dirty work, the scrappy work. Yes. That, you know, and he's literally... Uh, you know, has you know, ninety nine percent of the world's wealth is like you know, tied to his family. Yes, and he's still doing it. And he's still doing it's it. It's amazing. It's it's humbling that he come from such lofty levels to it's amazing to our level here as us mortals and don a uniform and go out and perform. Yes, perfect. Yeah, that is that's very good. Perfect okay, segue. what do you think about um, uh, Mo Bamba had his first game as a yeah Mo Bamba. I mean, he, he I think he only put in like ten minutes, but there were serviceable, serviceable minutes. He got some rebounds. He got some uh, dunks there. So three blocks. <laughs> And three blocks. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I mean, we're just asking for when Anthony Davis or LeBron aren't there, just if you're coming in to fill in their space, A, either don't give up, give up a ton of points because that's what was happening, or or B, uh, contribute just a little bit, which wasn't happening, or, or sometimes it would. So, I, again, it goes back to that whole balancing. You got somebody in there who can protect the interior just as well as Anthony Davis when he's not in the game then you know you let everybody else do the work while you do the protecting it it's just a matter of balance just makes the team look a lot better and Malik Beasley didn't have a peak game against Pelicans but no. he still was in the starting lineup and yeah. everything flowed and everything's good yeah I mean he had a couple of shots but two of seven from three that's not what you want you know when he was I believe this is 
what he was shooting 36 percent but coming into the games they were touting the fact that he was shooting over 40 percent from three you'd like to see that more but it might just be a rhythm thing it might just be uh getting used to his surroundings even Devin reed got in and hit a three yeah probably won't see him too much anymore no. I but imagine. Again, That's all right. But again, if we're seeing him come into the game, that means the Lakers are, are winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two more things. Number one, out of the rotation seems to be old Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, I really thought it was kind of going to be like Malik Monk and the fact that he was going to just uh, elevate his game. He has done that a couple of times but it's not to this consistent level that they need in order for the lakers to get into a playoff scenario so you know we'll see i mean against the warriors he contributed i mean he was you know lebron wasn't there so he was uh contributing more um but when when lebron's there anthony davis is there some guys and you're trying to implement all these new guys some guys are going to get pushed to the side and that you know that happened to lonnie walker and that happened to Dennis Schroeder in this game. But the same thing. Dennis Schroeder had like... Schroeder still played 20 minutes, though. Yeah, he played 20 minutes. But like in the last game, he played more because LeBron was in there, and I think he had more point contributions. Who is the Lakers' sixth man? Is it Schroeder? Is it Austin Reeves? Is it... Troy Brown? Is it... Who's their sixth man? I kind of feel like it it should be... um, God, why am I... Austin Reeves. I feel like it should be Austin Reeves. He just does more. It's kind of a dumb question because really it's like... Who are their key reserves? And who, they and, got a couple. They got a yeah. couple few. But and I, that's nice to say. It is. I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about balance. We're, we're talking about um, you know depth in the lineup, that kind of thing. People you can rely on. But You I, don't feel bad about the Lakers bringing in Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, no. Troy Brown off the bench anymore. That's a pretty good, you yes. know, potent guys come in and they can do lots of things. And like I said, when Anthony Davis or LeBron are there, you're not going to have the drop-off. You're not going to have the – I mean, sometimes maybe you will. Guys have night back to back. Guys have nights off. That kind of stuff. But it won't be a constant thing where like you got four minutes and nothing's happening. So you got to push LeBron to come back in. You got to push Anthony Davis to come back in. Do you have any ill will towards LeBron James, the King, the all-time leading point scorer? L.A. media has been giving him a little bit of a hard time this week because he wins a scoring title, takes two games off because of his foot. Well, yeah, I mean he had to have an MRI, and then. Comes back to play the game to make him eligible for the All-Star game. Bill Kaplaschke said this week on PMS he was going to rip him if he play, didn't play and then played in the All-Star game or whatever. Number one, Bill Kaplaschke, you're a hack. F he you. He had you to suck. have an MRI to make sure that there was no physical damage to his foot. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, so are we the, like, I think we're, we're, we're aligned in that regard. Yes. It's like, you know, F off, dude. Yes. Like, he dude. had to have an MRI. The inflammation is so bad that it's going to be chronic the rest of the year. He just wanted to make sure that everything was clean. I, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm, so I'm kind of, I kind of, you know, it's so dumb. Yeah, so it, dumb. it is. It is pretty dumb. All right. Um, anything else on the Lakers that I can't think of? Oh well, looking forward, they have the All Star break. Yes. Are you looking forward to anything regarding the All Star break in Salt Lake City? No, just that they'll have a break. I mean, they need the break. I mean, uh, I would like for none of the Lakers to play at all. I know yes. LeBron will play a little bit. Yes. Kind of a nice thing that AD didn't make the All Star team. Yes. Right? Yes. Did no. we? There's no Lakers in any other events either, right? No. Nope. Nothing. Not a three point shooter. Nothing. nothing. No. No dunk, none of that stuff. Okay, so they have until the 23rd of February. That's uh, over a week away. Yes. And then they go on uh, kind of a tear of Western Conference contenders. Golden State, Dallas, Memphis, OKC, Minnesota, Golden State, Memphis, right? Yes. They need to make some hay there. Like, the games against Memphis, you'd be thrilled if they split them. The games against Golden State, 
you think they need to win both of those, considering there's no uh, Stephen Curry there. They just beat Golden State earlier, right? The game's against uh, Minnesota. You got to beat the beat Minnesota. You got to get revenge on OKC, even though it's at OKC. And then the Dallas game, you're probably going to concede. They're, they, they well, I'm not going to say concede, but you're probably thinking that of the Dallas Memphis Memphis game, you'd be thrilled if they go in two and one, yes. right? Yes. But the other games, they got to win, right? Yeah, they do. So, you know, because they're, they're one the... two. Three, four. They need to go like six and one in that stretch yes. would be really nice. Yes, if they went six and two, or I mean uh, five and two. Well, they're five games under five hundred. They need to get above five hundred. I, uh, I yes, yeah. So no, I don't want to see four and three. Is what I'm saying. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. And also, be- oh, the Bruins started good in the second half. It's 18 minutes left in the uh, first half or second second half. They're up 37 33. Stanford's come out like a wilted fucking leaf. F you, Stanford. What do we say, Jamal? Fuck Stanford. Suck at Stanford. Stanford. No. Yeah, my daughter would say suck at Stanford. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez, Jamal. I went Where's with the your R- fucking R-rated dirty version. mouth? Well, 43, I can do That's that. That's all right. <laughs> You're no. a man. <laughs> yeah, I'm you a man. Curse. I'm 40. Um, no, but the, the thing with the, the Lakers, all these teams that we're mentioning, they're teams in front of them directly where if they're winning those games, they're taking off, you know, it's not a, I got to hope for them to lose. No, you take away those games, then you're going to move up in the standings. That is the benefit of all the local games they have to play. Yes. You know, because really Eastern Conference folks, they don't have too many. They got Toronto, they got New York. No. uh, They got Orlando once. They got a couple against, weird back-to-back or against Chicago. That's bizarre. Wait. Um, But really, that's it. Everything else is Utah, Phoenix, LA, you know, uh, Clippers, rather. The Timberwolves. The Grizzlies again. You know, those, I mean, Grizzlies are way ahead, but you know what I mean? It's going to affect them in the Western Conference. The fact that they have all these Western Conference games means that they have a chance to make up some ground. Yes. Get to 500. You know, it sucks because it seems like for two months we've been saying, gee was they're within two, three games of the sixth seed. At some point, that's going to turn against them to where it's like really not possible. Right. But we're not there yet. Well, I was going to say that last night during the game, at one point they mentioned they're between f- uh, the four to thirteenth place in the which is which is the Lakers in the West. It was only a separate. The, there was only a separation of four games between all those teams. It's crazy. Yeah. So there's a chance here where they start piling up wins against these teams that are in front of them. Then they are going to be able to push into. I mean, dare I say that six seed again? So you know, it's there. It's there for the taking, but they have to start. They have to win the games. And it's crazy, but they're still behind all of these teams. Yes. So you beat these teams as you should at this point. Yes. If you really are rejuvenated, you know there are things like the Trailblazers. Anthony Simmons is hurt. Uh, Steph Curry really sucked. They lost that game. Yeah. Steph Steph Curry's. uh, You know he's got the torn ACL MCL. Sucks. Uh, They lost that OKC game too. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I, I forgot what was the the other team in front of them. Um, uh, shoot, uh, no, yeah. Anyway, the, the, there are teams that are are falling by the wayside here because of injuries. Things like, oh, I'm sorry, the Jazz with all their trades. You know, they they gutted their team there. They and then I think they lost like two or three of their last games since. The and yet the Lakers are still behind them. Yeah, so exactly. You, you gotta catch ground on these fools. Exactly. It, it you know, at some point, yes, you gotta actually start winning games. You gotta move in on up. Maybe this said. is the period in which the Lakers do that. Yes. But then you got to wonder, like, hopefully after the All-Star break, we don't have to worry about, oh, giving days off and things like right. that. You know, I don't know. How many back-to-backs do they have left on the schedule? I'm going to look real quick. Uh, where's the Lakers? Uh, they don't uh, have a back-to-back uh, until, like, back-to-back. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have a back-to-back through March. 1st, 3rd, 5th, 7th, 10th, 12th, 14th. 14th, 15th. They have a back-to-back New Orleans and Houston. But to me, it's like... 
Those are, are games really you should win. Sit guys against Houston. You just beat the Pelicans, and the Rockets are a tanking team. So those you are games, have to you have yes. to play everybody in that game, exactly. right? Exactly. 17, 19, 22, 24, 26, yeah. 29, 31, 2, 4, 5. And then they have a back to get okay, this one. The Jazz and the Clippers. At Utah at the Clips. Depending yes. on where you're at in the standings, I could see you maybe sandbagging the Clippers. Right. But then again, who knows? The Clippers, they only play all of their players. Every seventh game. So maybe that works out in your favor. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I doubt it. I that, don't know. Usually they roll out everybody By for the, the way, Lakers game. I know, yeah. I know they do, just because they've won like 14 straight against the Lakers. Yes. 27 straight against the Lakers. They just roll out everybody. Has there ever been a team in the history of sports that has had more generic bullshit billboards than the LA Clippers? <laughs> yeah. You have no market share and are desperately trying to manufacture something by moving to Inglewood. Hey, they're just... F you Clippers, move to fucking Seattle. Who fucking cares about you? They're just clawing their way into, into the, the standings or whatever it says. Yes. We embrace the Chargers. Show me your lightning bolts. <laughs> F you freaking Clippers. I'm sorry, Mike, you're timeouting. What are you timeouting about? No, Cronin just got a T. Oh. Cronin got a T? That crazy oh. little leprechaun. God damn it. About what? Clippers are being the Suns tonight. I hate the Clippers. By the way, yeah, breaking news, the Clippers are beating the Suns right now. In breaking news. Quarter, in the fourth quarter, five minutes left. Oh, Jesus come on. Christ. Oh, yeah. Ball don't lie, Stanford guy. He missed a business technical. Okay, Jamal. <laughs> news and notes. I went off of my yes. Clipper rant. I'm sorry. Yes. Former Clipper season tick holder that I am. Jesus I just, I, I really. Jesus Christ. Where do they find these guys? Terrence Mann. 8 of 10 tonight, 22 points, 3 of 4. Whatever. On a night when Kawhi Leonard is 3 of 14. Fucking goddammit. It's hit the clip, apparently. Yes. But they're just lame. They have lame marketing. They have lame uniforms. They have lame billboards. They have lame superstars. I mean, literally lame. They take every second game off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're coming up lame. they're ahead of the Lakers. Yeah. Weird. Mike, say that louder. And yet they're ahead of the Lakers. F you, Mike. Weird. Shocker. So weird. Shocker. <laughs> Mike. Closeted Clipper fan. Shocker. Yeah. Mike, shocker. Yeah. Shocker. How we do it? Mike, you better watch out. Yeah, shocker. You're about to get violated by these Laker fans. Over Norman Powell, baby. Norman Powell. F Norman Powell. Shocker. Go Bruins. <laughs> I love you, Norman. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, Jamal, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just quick news and notes. Uh, we forgot to mention last week when we were talking about the Chargers getting a new OC. The Rams hired a new OC, Mike LaFleur. The re- the re- yeah, the reason uh, the Rams needed a new OC is because... Th- it's kind of funny. I can't think of anybody so young having such a large freaking coaching tree already. McVay loses a coordinator like every, and not because he has to fire them. It's because they just go off and get other jobs. Uh, their coordinator went to Kentucky where he had been previously. Um, so he went back to the University of Kentucky to be their coordinator. And so they hired Mike LaFleur. Uh, his brother is the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. LaFleur is only 35. Just makes me sick that all these coaches are so damn young now. I'm older than coaches. It's so weird. Um, his previously he had been with the new New York Jets as an OC, and before that he'd been um, with Kyle Shanahan up in San Francisco. So um, yes, the Rams have a new OC. We'll see if they can get the offense going again. This uh, are the Rams going to suck this year? No, because if everybody's healthy, they could very easily do the, do what they did in, uh, previously. As we mentioned, the injuries is what killed their season after winning the Super Bowl. Um, today, catchers and pitchers reported for spring training, and it really doesn't matter because it's just dumb. They're just doing little light workouts and training. Although uh, the New York Met, the New York Yankees uh, big trade from last year, Frankie Montez, uh, he's already hurt, uh, might be out for the whole season, um, and then. Um, uh, uh, Jacob DeGrom, who signed in this big deal with the New York Rangers, 
reported to uh, pitchers and uh, catchers training camp for the Rangers, uh, former Mets pitcher, uh, and he's already hurt, uh, tweaked his his Wowza. side. Yeah, side. So um, the Dodgers uh, are also gearing up for this World Baseball Classic, um, the generic money grab that Major League Baseball did because they lose out on Olympic money because they, they won't let their guys go to the Olympics during the summer. Um, it's starting. The Dodgers have eight players um, throughout the the teams like team USA is represented with Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw. Um, you know, uh, uh, Urias, Julio Urias can be pitching for Mexico. So they're throughout, um, the tournament, these national teams, uh, I'm fine with guys wanting to represent their countries in these international events. Um, not before the season starts, certainly not before spring training. Um, and with the chance that you might get hurt for nothing more than a obnoxious money grab. That being said, uh, in terms of news and notes, uh, I had mentioned it the last time we were here. Um, uh, Dustin Brown had a, his own night um, for the Kings on Saturday. Um, they unveiled a statue, and they, um, yeah, as Mike Chime said, they. Uh, what do you think about the statue, Mike? Woof. Yeah, lifted lifted number twenty three up to the Raptors. Congratulations to him. Um, much deserved. You don't like the statue, Mike? The statue. Well, I was going to say the face doesn't. Talking to the mic, Mike. The face doesn't look anything like him. It looks like a fat, chubby Santa uh, Claus. Dustin Brown at the age of seventy-three. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They. I don't know. The face doesn't look anything like. Him. I haven't seen it up close. I'm hoping to see it soon. But it's a great pose because Waza. it's it's him holding up the Stanley Cup for the first time. Much yeah, it is the iconic pose. Yeah. It's nice. the iconic pose, but the face. Woo. Um, so congratulations to him. Uh, and we are one week away from MLS season starting. That means I'll be covering LAFC. The first game will be at Pasadena between LA Galaxy and LAFC at the Rose Bowl. 73,000 tickets already oh, sold for that. It's looking like the biggest game in the history of the rivalry and certainly um, trying to get to the biggest um, game in the history of MLS in terms of attendance. Yeah. So that's going to be a big game. Opening game at the Rose Bowl. But you're going to ch- get to the chopper? Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. People watch it. Get to the chopper! People watch it. People watch it. Watch yeah, it. people watch it. Sorry, sorry, Jake. Yeah, xenophobic motherfucker. Uh, is this like one of those Kings things where it's like all King fans are at the Staples Center at all times? Probably. And there's like no other Kings fans in the yes. in, It's yeah. a, there's two teams. It's both teams, LA Galaxy and LAFC. I do find that impressive. Yes. And 70? yet, I could care less. 73,000 people at the Rose Bowl. Is, like, sh- is it soccer? It's, it's soccer. It's yeah, slightly more than me. what, we, uh, what we've me. gotten for isn't UCLA. That, isn't that... Isn't that more than uh, UCLA's first three games? <laughs> yes, exactly. Much, yes. <laughs> yes, so touche. So touche there to you too, my friend. Uh, yeah, and the Kings came back from uh, their All Star break and Grammy trip. It's a strange thing for those who are listening, Southern Californians. You know about it, but most other people don't realize it. The Lakers, Kings, and Clippers have to get the hell out of Dodge because the effing Grammys are at Staples Center every year, crypto, whatever we want to call it, and so the Kings coincided with the all-star game and their grammy trip so uh they were off for like weeks before um this but uh yeah they came back and they won a couple games including uh, uh beating beating up on the penguins jesus i think it was six nothing uh on dustin brown night uh coupled with a 5-2 win over the sabers uh, uh the game prior so they're kind of gonna have to start running out you'll be hearing about their uh tread trade deadline which is i believe this weekend for hockey so or will i or yes you will next week <laughs> you will be hearing about it or will i <laughs> whether you tune in and out i don't know but it, it's whether going to happen 
it's going to happen. Hey, people love the news and notes segment. That's what's. That's what. Uh, that's right. That's what we have. So that's it for me on the news and notes. Jamal, that's yes. great. Mike, where are we at with this UCLA Stanford basketball game? Well, UCLA started the second half with a ten to two run. They're that's currently, good. Currently, uh, they have the sixteen to seven advantage in the second half and that's lead. Good. 43 to 38 with 16 minutes left in the second half. That's much better than we when we ended the What's Bruin show and started West Coast Pie. So yes. I'm all I'm all about that. Yes. That's good. Jamal, when does spring training start? Spring training starts well after this dumb No, that was pitchers and catchers. It's not yeah. It starts at the end of February. Yeah, Mike. Well, actual games. Start reporting the cat. <laughs> yes. Uh uh yes. Go Phillies. Yes. Um Oh, Lord. Um, yes, at the end of February is when the games actually start. The games actually start. So some of the guys will be at that, like I mentioned, will be at the World Baseball Classic, and then the rest of the teams will be playing these spring training games. Hey, the season starts early this year. Can it's I get a end quick of March. Side, sidebar? Yes. yes. Kind of cool that they are um, linking the uh, uh, spring training, both Florida and Arizona, with this new festival. Uh, in both uh, sites, one's in Orlando, one I think is in uh, Tempe. But the lineups, yeah, just crap. They're oh. just horrible. Bad I lineups. Mean, bad, horrible lineups. Is like, What's the name of the festival? Do you know? Uh, in innings, innings festival. Innings, I believe. Festival. Let me look. Yeah, and it's. Uh, Jamal, yeah, the, you mind the, if we go on this tangent for a minute? The, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean. mean I, it just reminded me. No, I like me. this. It, it this is, sounds good. That's kind of a cool deal. Innings festival. Uh, and I think it's a one-day festival, uh, so there may be 10 bands each. Um, but, my God, they can do so much. Imagine Dragons, really? Like, come on, you got to get, like, Rammstein Dude, out there. Dude, oh, wait a minute. Like, Imagine Dragons in Florida is probably what uh, it would be for the Viennese watching uh, Beethoven back in the 1700s. To be fair, if you think about... <laughs> Except with meth. Yeah, exactly. Mike, if you think about the crossover audience about who's going to spring training, <laughs> yes. you know, it's a bunch of, like, you know, uh, bros going in their, you know, 40s and 50s. But think about it. If, if you want to, to generate more publicity for spring training... Or a bunch of girls going out there to, to, to like lust after Major League Baseball yeah, prospects yes, and players. It's, but get get some better. Bands. Imagine Dragger Dragons. Draggers. Uh, <laughs> they they headline the first night, then Dave Matthews Band the second night. Right. I'm sorry, Mike. I hate to tell you this, Mike. That's horrible. But this is the demo is for the abs- spring training. Con- yes. Absolutely. Horrible. I don't want to be there. That is but absolutely this is what it is. horrible. Yeah, yeah. Radioactive. Sorry. That's one, dude. You work in radio. Recognize it. <laughs> so, so Imagine Dragons. I work at good radio. First <laughs> night on, is dude. Imagine Dragons. Weezer Pitbull. Down in the summer in the Supremes last night. Okay. God damn it. Well, that's not Group who's love. that's not who's going to know, spring training. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if they would back in the day, I would have gone to that festival. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, Arizona one. Yeah, Mike, I, I'm not it's, tempted it's to trash. sign up for the innings festival, but I do think that this is right. Oh, the Breeders are playing though, Mike. Come on. Yeah, no, there, the there are a few, but like. They're, they're not the headline. It's not something that's going to draw me to this There are this, like five bands in each festival yeah. that are good. Yeah. And then the, uh, the Florida one. Let's see if the Florida one's a Green Day. Uh, Weezer, the Black Crows, Offspring, Pretty Reckless. Okay. Uh, Eddie Vedder. Oh, my God. Like, this is like. Yeah, no, just Eddie Vedder. I could take my wife and my daughter to this, and they'd be very happy. <laughs> You're right. baseball. What about Creed? <laughs> Eddie Vedder is a huge Cubs fan. He actually goes to games, so yeah. I'm not surprised. I have zero interest in this uh, is, festival. Is Creed playing? Because that's that's mine, mine that, they have to be on in Florida. Can you take my hire? <laughs> All right, Jamal. I think it's time. Let's go. You have nothing left. 
Nothing in the tank, my friend. Okay, let's watch UCLA uh, bring this game home, although they're only up by two on Stanford. God damn it. 45 to 43, minute, 14 minutes left in this game. Let's hope they don't lose this game to the stupid Stanford Cardinal. I think they were, they're probably looking Suck at Stanford. Stanford. They're probably looking ahead to Juggernaut Cal. Hey, Cal right. didn't give up 100 points, only 97 today. Go Bears. Go Bears. Way right. to go. Moral victories. Jamal, until next time, what do we say? We're the West Coast. We're the best coast. We are West Coast Bias. West Coast Bias. Dude, Rob, we place a ball on the West Coast. <laughs>